panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. CR 855 AM digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for first broadcast on a Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. You could be listening by podcast or on demand or to the repeat at 5 AM Eastern on Wednesdays. 3CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of original inhabitants and we pay respects to our elders past, present and emerging including queer original inhabitants such as Sister Girls and Brother Boys. And we opened up today with the band called Jesus and His Judgmental Father and a rock star. Just thought I'd get us into the mode with some queer music because it's a bit of a, well, an early queer-themed show today. Um, It is um, a show to discuss Trans Day of Visibility. And there's lots of ways you can get in touch with the show if you want to comment on the content. And um, you can do it by that um, very 2010 thing called email, out of the pan 855 at gmail.com. But we welcome all eras of um, technology where communication's diverse on this show. You can text um, 61456 751215. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can look for the post and comment under there on my page on Facebook from a few hours ago, and also on Out of the Pants page, and there'll be Lots to comment on because I'm joined, well, I was going to say a frequent guest, certainly not a regular guest, because trans people, are far from regular, were amazing. It's good to have someone back in the studio um, who's been in before, Michelle McNamara. Welcome. Thank you, Sally. Yes, yes, trans people are indeed amazing. I think that uh, I've always maintained that being trans is special. Absolutely, and I think we forget that sometimes, and... um, you know, we've got lots to talk about because we're getting in early. I, th- I figured, why not? Um, in 20 days' time, on the 31st of March, is Trans Day of Visibility, but we do acknowledge that for some people that's in the middle of the Easter um, long weekend and people might not be up to events. So Transgender Victoria, we should disclose, of which we are both committee members, just so there's no conflict of interest, is having a Trans Day of Visibility event the weekend before. We're getting in, we're getting in early. We're going to have a, a Trans Visibility Week What's, what's planned? Well, what's planned is on, on the Saturday we're going to have a very special event which is going to be a community picnic and to guard against advent, uh, ad- adverse weather we're going to hold it in the Fitzroy Library community room in the North Fitzroy Library. Sorry, yes, the North Fitzroy Library up in St George's Road, North Fitzroy. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful new building and it has um, a community room on the rooftop and a rooftop garden adjacent so we can get the... Um, the picnic theme going it's a byo picnic kicks off at 6 p.m on saturday the 24th of march so it's a week ahead of international transgender day of visibility and the idea is to have a community event to have people come together and 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 talk to each other and interact but also to make it an intergenerational event so children are especially welcome 
and we've organised some entertainment for 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 us to fill in the time and and um, so on. So. The first part of the of the entertainment will be um, Kelly Hennigan, who was the children's librarian for the city of Yarra and is now a librarian at North Fitzroy. She will be leading a um, uh, songs and dances and stories event for children uh-huh. of all ages. Yourself and myself would be would be welcome to participate as as indeed we did last year. As they say, all ages from four to ninety four. <laughs> indeed, indeed, uh, we fit somewhere in the middle. And um, the, the other two more adult version adult entertainments are coming from two non binary people this Ooh. year. And we have Tonya Field, Ooh. who is an award winning guitarist, uh, an Aria sorry award winning guitarist, who will play some of their favourite tunes and in their words the uh, the uh, entertainment will segue into Brazilian beach babe meets gender transgressing Brazilian jazz burlesque showdown which um, if you know Tonya it's believable <laughs> it sounds really grandiose but it's believable knowing them well um, knowing Tonya as much as I'm a fan of Australian classic classic rock I don't think we're talking cold chisel and midnight oil covers here are we no, no, we've, we've <laughs> definitely got a Brazilian theme there, um, which pick, probably, possibly picks up on their, their guitar skills. Indeed, um, oh, look. And also, uh, to continue the non-binary theme, we've got a, a, a performance called Coral, and I'm sorry, I don't know the next word, it's C-E-T-O, C-E-T-O, mm-hmm. um, and it's the solo project of Melbourne NAM-based vocalist and multi-instrumentalist Darcy T. Gunk. And as Coral Seto, they use accordion and vocals to create acoustic soundscapes evoking the ocean from spray to depths. And so that also sounds just as intriguing as Tonya's um, little performance. So we'll have those two performances to, to fill out the night. So um, we've got lots of awesome trans and trans-related, trans and gender diverse and TGD-related creativity for entertainment. Um, and... The thing is, um, now, I'm a trans person who does well. They say, listen from your gut. I do tend to think from my tummy. I'm talking food. Um, do you just BYO food and drink? It is indeed BYO food and drink. That's to save the committee from having to do excessive work. So you bring your own picnic and, you know, I'm not quite sure what we'll supply, but we'll certainly help you um, with some, some perhaps some plates and so on if you need something to do. Use you use on the day, but preferably bring bring your own everything so that you know you consume it and what else you bring you take away with you. It would be perfect. Now we'd better clarify: is alcohol allowed? Um, yes, I I think so. It's a BYO. BYO, yes. Yeah, so yeah. and obviously drink and drive um, and use the roads responsibly. Yes, yes. Um, we have we have completed the police party safe. Um, Form and we will have committee members just ensuring that people don't um, enjoy themselves too much with their BYO. Fair enough. Yeah, make it a safe and fun occasion for all. Just make it a pleasant evening for everyone. Just like to be clear on that. And of course, if you are, got to say, if you are using the roads in any capacity this long weekend, um, please be safe. And um, the police, of course, are doing their job everywhere. So if you're not, you're going to get sprung. Um, Particularly also if you're driving up to chill out in Dalesford, we've got to say, a big howdy to everyone up there. So it's really good to have this event. It, sound, it just sounds like a nice community event. I mean, 
um, a few trans people, including yourself and myself, have commented just how much fun the um, Darabin swim night was a couple of weeks ago. It was just as much as you know, it was swim. It was also just a nice commun a nice community night. It was brilliant, Sally. I I enjoyed myself so much, and as I said to you earlier, all I did was was got in one end and walk slowly up the other end talking to people and walk slowly back to the shallow end and got out and and that was that was the whole 2 hours i think i spent one particular thing i i, I really enjoyed though was i had a young gender diverse person mm-hmm. come up to me who'd seen me speak at transgender day of remembrance flag raising ceremony out in greensboro and they were they were just so warm and appreciative of the fact that someone was there speaking on their behalf at that at that um, at that event, particularly a trans person, and having mm. trans people speak for themselves is such an important thing. I think. Well, we're going to be doing that a lot on this show today, without question, and also, um, you know, it's certainly something we need. But um, yeah, totally agree with you on that. We, you know, we need, want, and will claim our space. And yeah, it is. It is good. Good to see that happening, you know, also and that there is that intergenerational dialogue. And it also brings up the point that, you know, Trans Day of Remembrance is a very um, solemn day um, that happens in November. It's one we're always going to need to mark, um, hopefully with, in the end, the um, sad um, number of deaths will decline and hopefully stop. But, um, you know, it's good that we have this day, um, Trans Day of Visibility, at this time of year to celebrate our positives and we're going to talk about those just after we have another track can i just quickly yes. say one more thing yeah i posted uh, if you want more details it's on our facebook page the transgender victoria facebook page there's an event ah, uh, and um, i just posted that this morning about 10 o'clock before coming in here Ooh, you're and already we've got four people going and 21 interested oh sorry five people going and 21 interested so it's already starting to generate some interest. So have a look on their Facebook page, Transgender Victoria Facebook. Thank you. I was going to say that. Um, so, yes, and we'll go up to six while we have a listen <laughs> to um, Icarus um, featuring trans man Simon DeVoyle. It's something which sums up lots of trans people. Wiser. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally and guest Michelle McNamara talking Trans Day of Visibility. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Paul Miller, a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective check it community radio now and beyond Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to Fill in the Dots, you know who you're listening to Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to You're listening to, yes, Fill in the Dots 
3CR Community Radio. You got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 855am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers and let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. 3CR 855am and uh, 3cr.org.au and all the things Rod said and also 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally and guest Michelle. Uh, yes, please support 3CR. Uh, maybe not by cutting down the other radio stations' towers, but anyway. We heard prior to the messages from um, Icarus featuring transman Simon DeVoyle and a female um, vocal partner um, from the Wiser album. That's the title cut some years ago now. Um, Simon originally from Glasgow and ended up in Brisbane. Slight change in climatic contrast. Climate diverse. Um, so, yes... Um, we were discussing just before we um, heard from Icarus um, visibility and why we need it and what what does what does visibility look like? It can be well subtle visibility and um, all sorts of visibility. Michelle, what sort of visibility can we have? Oh yes, we. I mean, we can have any sort of visibility. Um, I have just come out as trans at work. I used my male privilege to get a get a very nice. Uh, lectureship at Melbourne University in a Masters of Biotechnology course and I came out on the 1st of December and I am not being strident with my students about it but I'm being very clear that I'm transgender to them because there's no point in pretending otherwise but but also I would want to do I would want to do it in principle Um, and the other thing that I, I I am tackling and beginning to tackle is getting involved in the Local People and Culture Committee, which is where most of our diversity questions in the school sit, and trying to tackle the broader university and on diversity and inclusion matters, particularly the LGBTI space, and with mm-hmm. a particular focus on trans, trans matters. And I have a little partner in crime in that, and who was named before, Tonya Field, is, is not Indeed. only an ARIA award-winning guitarist, but they also lecture at the Victorian College of the Arts and, and Melbourne Conservatorium of Music, which is part of the university mm-hmm. as well. So they have had a long-running campaign to get the university to be more diverse and inclusive in the, in the trans and gender-diverse space. Um, but, you know, it, I am working for what is probably one of the, the most conservative institutions in, mm. in the state and, and possibly in the country and, you know, they wouldn't characterise that culture as that. So we're working to change it, recognising that it will be slow. Well, yeah, I um, way back when, when I thought um, I was going to be an accountant, well, we all sometimes make decisions. Anyway, um, I did my Bachelor of Commerce at Melbourne in the 80s, and when I transitioned in 1998, I wrote to them about getting the name changed, and it's like, well, yes, you can get your results transcripts um, changed, but we can't change the original certificate because that's just simply that's how it was issued. And even, let's say, women who remarried or divorced or whatever couldn't get a, a, new, a, a new, you know, the, the parchment, as I like to call it, in, mm. in another name. And I'm not sure where even that would be at. So, 
you know, that sort of thing, of course, affects lots of diversity and intersectionality and inclusivity. Yes, I haven't attempted to change any of my degrees, and I recently submitted them to another university for... Uh, I was part of the application process to be put on the payroll for as a casual there, and um, so it is. It is really outing yourself, un- mm. un- probably unnecessarily, and and they really do need to um, lift their game in that regard. If it's still if it's still as difficult as you said, I'm not sure what what you can do, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll po- probably be investigating that shortly. Certainly, in praise of the university, I must say that. Um, they have a form which simply allows you to change your gender, to insert a preferred name if that's what you want, or if you've changed your name legally, to put in your new legal name and, oh, and okay. provide provide um, evidence of that. And that's all very wonderful, and, and all the changes needed to make that name yours within all the university systems, the email, the staff systems and so on, are meant to flow on smoothly. What happened to me is I come come the magic day that I set for the change, nothing actually happened. Mm. So I em- so I thought, oh God, I'm going to have to do all this myself. What a hassle! And I emailed the executive assistant to the head of school, who's marvelously supportive, and about changing my name on their internal paper systems, the number of committee structures yep. and so on that had my name on it, and. Carlos not only changed my name on all the paper-based ones, but he went around the university systems making sure that my name was changed on the email system, on the staff management system and so on. So as far as I can see, everything has flowed smoothly from that, but it's been down to rather than the system to one person who's been magnificent. So Yes, so thank you to Hashtag Ally. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, yes. But um, not so good elsewhere. You know, it's a big issue. I mean, it's not just discrimination. It's also a privacy issue, and I'm wondering if anyone from the state or federal privacy commissions is listening in. Um, I think that's an issue because, yeah, you don't have, want to have to out yourself um, you know, every time you apply for a job or whatever, it just adds to the level of stress. And, you know, it's probably, you know, all other things being equal, it does put your, can put people behind the eight ball. So, yeah, yes, it is one thing to be um, voluntarily visible. Uh, it's a whole yeah. other thing to be forced to be outed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be the pe- the people's choice, so to speak. Absolutely. And, well, you were voluntarily visible during the week because, it seems there's a linkage here between Trans Day of Visibility, and of course we just had interni- international, international <laughs> Women's Day, and 3CR did 24 hours of broadcasting. Also, congrats to our community radio siblings, PBS, who did a special International Women's Day broadcast, including non-binary people and women. So, um, yay for PBS. There seems there was a lot going on, um, and... Um, you know, you were out and about on International Women's Day yourself. Yes, I had a, a little expedition, not quite as exciting as Sally's one, which I'm sure she should tell you about in a minute. But mm. but mine was to launch housing, have a women's refuge in East St Kilda, and they had invited Transgender Victoria to supply a trans speaker, and I went out there and was treated really well. I, they have... We, I had a chat to a number of members of staff. They have a whole... Um, um, several members of staff who have a real interest in trans matters and and diversity inclusion in general. They have some trans have had some trans clients. They didn't have any on the day, but they have had trans clients, and they asked me to comment on on how they should treat trans clients. And I don't know. I mean, I. 
didn't consult anybody else on this one, but I said, you know, what you simply do need to do is treat them with all the dignity and respect that you would any other client, to treat them as women, if they're trans women, and to and to just give them a bit more love because trans people suffer from a the internalized transphobia make trans mm. people in much in need of a little bit more love and care and um, tenderness than than others but essentially you should treat them as you would others well that's the thing you've got it individual centered care what's going to be that love for every individual including every trans woman dignity and respect um and yeah respect respect the gender i suppose specifically it might sound obvious but respect the gender for um trans women so yeah you, you you're totally totally spot on it's just and really people sometimes think this whole thing's a bit mystifying but i use the example nothing to do with trans or even diversity at all let's say i went into an electrical goods store and said look i'm interested in buying a computer and the person at the counter said i want to sell you a washing machine you'd go huh what you're not listening to me well when you listen to you get you're getting better customer service and you're giving better customer service so uh, really in any service provision setting or community setting it's the same same principle so um it's really not that hard so you were spot on but yeah i've got to say that i felt very included i I'm still on a high. It's virtually bang on a week later since I was on a panel at the All About Women Festival up in Sydney where I was, wasn't on it. I was facilitating an amazing panel and it will be podcast soon, People of All Genders, um, featuring Jordan Raskopoul, sorry, Raskopoulos, trans, trans woman, Eddie Ayres, trans man. Um, check out his book, Danger Music. And C.N. Lester, who's a non-binary person from the UK, a bit of the proverbial dark horse, but they were, their book is incredible. Check that one out as well. And we've got to talk another book shortly. And I have to say, I, I just say, I just got to say this, that to have the best seat in the house to listen to them right next to them, just, it was a classic case of how awesome trans and gender diverse people are. Give us a voice, give us a chance to influence. And well, um, I did just put, I did put on Twitter that, we, you know, if we had those three as benign dictators, they, we'd solve the world's problems by the end of the week and pack up and go home. And um, CN has responded by saying, I'd just get people in bathrooms to wash their hands when they leave rather than anything else. But seriously, they were amazing. <laughs> um, just the, the wisdom that came out, you know, Jordan talking about how she has used any, priv- any possible privilege from the first part of her life to help up-and-coming stand-ups who might face disadvantage. Eddie is a trans man realising now how much it is, and I'll just say read his book about teaching music in Afghanistan and you'll find out about gender in another way. And CN talks in their book, amongst lots of things about, you know, we often hear things like, well, this whole trans and particularly this non-binary thing's a new fad. And, you know, CN, of course, looks at historians and scientists and all sorts of people have been talking about diversity and body identity and expression for years. So um, it was just... I've. As you can, as people can probably hear, I'm still flying because of this. And, you know, to have such wisdom and wit and eloquence and creativity, this is why we need visible transport. You put us out there and, well, sounds cheesy, but we can change the world. Yes. Can I just, just chime in and say I've seen Jordan do a, a stand-up routine mm. based on her experiences in transitioning and they just rang so true with me. It was just wonderful to see someone so relaxed about talking about that transition process, talking about all those clunky things that happened to you as a comedy routine. It just was so real for me. And and Eddie Ayer's book, Danger Music, is brilliant. It's not very much about 
their transition, mm. his transition to male, but it is fantastic about um, the Afghani society and that um, Afghanistan National Academy of Music. Brilliant book, absolutely brilliant. Yep. And um, I look forward, I don't know CN Lester, but I look forward to reading their book yeah. soon. Oh, look, absolutely um, recommended reading. And I've got to say, at a dinner the night before, Jordan wasn't there. Jordan was on Mardi Gras duties, but mm-hmm. we were watching Mardi Gras. And I do have to acknowledge a message that came in last week when I was doing the show, as we call it in radio, by the magic of radio, uh, which is sometimes called pre-record, but you never heard me say that, people of all genders. Um, Hoffler's um, emailed in from last week and said that... Um, um, we, meaning Heng and others, watched the live stream at home of the Mardi Gras parade and loved the diversity. Mentioned, um, perhaps talk about this in detail another time, the two protests in front of the Liberal Party were appropriate and amusing. Um, but um, also talks about, well, perhaps this is a big topic to talk about another time, but I'll acknowledge the email. If Holocaust victims can forgive their oppressors, so can the LGBTI's community attitude with police and conservative politicians who have genuine interests at heart, like Dean Smith. Yeah, uh, fair call. And Dean Smith has got an award from Melbourne University and Hoffler enjoys the show. So, um, yeah, um, I think that, um, yeah, there's um, lots in there. And, um, yeah, it was... um, But we've got to say Mardi Gras highlight, um, one of the trans and gender diverse people what we were watching it at this dinner the night before and when they saw the young trans and gender diverse people there were quite a, some degree of happy tears shed so you know i think that you know that there's a place of visibility um you know and what it does Can't yeah have... seeing young people young trans people just brings brings so much joy seeing <clears throat> eloquent young trans people even brings mm. more joy because one knows that the future is in good hands and that's certainly one reason why internet uh, why our transgender day of visibility community picnic is going to feature something for the children because that was a feature of last year seeing the trans kids having the trans kids interact with with the older adults was mm. just just a fabulous thing from both points of view so intergenerational interaction is is a buzzword for our events in the future. Yeah. All generations, all genders. Mm-hmm. All right, let's have someone who's put their musical brilliance out, a trans person, um, and that person is Jade Starr, and appropriately enough, we think trans people have lots to offer and can be superheroes, so here's Jade Starr and Supergirl Syndrome. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally and guest Michelle, talking Trans Day Visibility and Linkages to International Women's Day. 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally and guest Michelle, um, covering Trans Day Visibility, which is due on the 31st of March, but Transgender Victoria's event the week before, so you don't have to worry about um, missing out on a long Easter weekend, um, and also intersections with International Women's Day. We just heard from Jade Starr and Supergirl Syndrome, and there's lots of super trans and gender diverse people, each in their way, doing their little thing and big things. Um, you could just be a trans person out at work, and sometimes that visibility is where someone sees a trans person and goes, gee, they're a good worker. Oh, that <laughs> means trans people are amazing. Or you could be someone as visible, for example, well, as a couple, I'll just give a quick mention to one and then ask you about another. There is the um, show on... ABC iView for young about young trans people, which I must admit I haven't had a chance to watch yet. I've got some homework to do. 
Um, but also Daniela Vega at the Oscars. Talk about trans visibility. Whoa, talk about it, Michelle. <laughs> yes, I, I, um, I just harking back to the International Women's Day event that I went to at Launch Housing uh, in East St Kilda. Um, an, another one of the people that were um, performing so there, so to speak, was um, was a, an El Salvadorian woman um, who was playing guitar and singing. And she started this conversation with me while she was on the stage and, and, and said, what about that movie, A Fantastic Woman? And what about that movie indeed? It, was, it is a wonderful movie. If you haven't seen it, go and have a look at it. Um, it um, won an Oscar for the best foreign language movie. It features a transgender act, actress, actor, um, named Daniela Vega, who gives a most stunning performance. Not only do they act, they also sing, and they sing lyric opera in a mezzo-soprano voice. It's got to be heard to be believed. It's 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 truly wonderful, um, truly wonderful performance. It is very understated, um, and um, but I found it very moving. As as did this El Salvadorian woman who. Because the movie is a, is from Chile, so it's in Spanish, but subtitled, of course. And um, Daniela Vega herself is is quite a quite a an incredible character, as well as um, taking the lead, the, the transgender mm-hmm. lead in this movie, um, which is a bit of a first. Uh, Daniela Vega also was a presenter at this year's um, Academy Absolutely. Awards, and um, fabulous. That's an that's a first for the Academy Awards to have a transgender. Um, person present at that at that award so absolutely fantastic and just talking a little bit about Daniela Vega's own um, personal life um, she insists that that although she was a consultant for the script development for the movie um, the movie is not based on her life at all but um, I'll and I'll leave the details of it um, to you to look up uh, listeners but um, you know, Daniela Vega may, has made two points in an interview about about her life, uh, well, quite a lot of points in an interview about her life, which is in, I think, The Independent. Mm-hmm. And she has said that she refuses to um, change her identity documents because in Chile the state demands that you go to court to change your identity mm. documents. And she has simply said that this is not an appropriate thing to do. And Sally, I, I know we had a commentary on that, and yeah. you know we both have the position that changing your identity documents should be uh, something that's self-driven and self-generated. It should be no more difficult than changing your name on your identity document. Mm. And um, that was, so that was one point. So, and you've got to remember that Daniela Vega—that means that she travels the world on a male passport, and wow. and that is going to be quite difficult for her. Uh, one imagines at various sort of border crossings that she may do. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, sort of passporty type of, you know, customs and immigration type of people are sort of trained to be, I suppose, a little suspicious. And, you know, in, in that way that that's going to create challenges. But um, if she's got the courage to do that, then well done. And I like her principle, you know, why should you have to go before a court and explain yourself when... You know, it should be something like for here when you, you know, leaving aside trans for a second to get a passport, you just have to get a declaration signed by someone who's not related to you or doesn't live with you who says, I've known you for more than a year. Well, it should be the same to change any marker on your gender. It should just be 
someone who knows you to imply anything more to, or even to go to a doctor pathologizes us or almost criminalizes us that we have to go to a court. So good on her for that. A big tick. There's some visibility in it, and probably that sort of stance might hurry up the Chilean authorities to, um, you know, get on with it. Oh, let's hope so. Let's hope that that does go somewhere. The other, the other point that Daniela Vega made in this interview that's stuck in my mind, uh, and it harks back to the, the statement we made earlier about transgender people being special. Mm. This, is, this is the most extreme example that I've heard of it. Mm. It's something that I come, I'm coming to, having, having to come to grips with, yeah. but I don't have any more details than this. But uh, Daniel Vega simply said in this interview that if she had the choice to be born all over again, she would choose to be born transgender. And that's that's a stunning statement, I think. It's a pretty courageous, gutsy statement to make, by all means. I mean, a lot of trans people, you know, in one sense, yes, we you know, realise that we are and we do our best and we try to acknowledge what I call the first part of our lives. But to even say I'd go through it all again with a choice, wow, that's, that's pretty awesome. I, th- I think it's good leadership. It does seem, I know what you're saying, it sort of almost seems counterintuitive given the... I'll better say tough stuff. I could have used a four-letter word, but I won't, mm. um, that we go through. I mean, that's an incredibly inspirational statement. And it sort of says, hey, we can get we can get through and that we have awesome insights into gender. And I, I agree with that. I mean, um, that we, 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 I think trans and gender diverse people will just say gently question assumptions that are assumed as given. And there are assumptions that often don't hold. You know, the same as assumptions that are thrown against women. If we're talking International Women's Day, there's so much about gender that is a sort of, well, subconscious bias and that sort of thing that a lot of people have. And then when you stop and think about it, it's only an assumption. So that's a pretty big one to challenge. So, well, again, well done to who to her. Um, gracias, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a bit of a momentous week in film for, um, for trans and gender diverse People And while we're talking about film, um, coming up this week is the Melbourne Queer Film Festival, starting, I think, on the 15th, whatever day that would be. It's it usually, th- usually opens on a Thursday night. Thursday, so. it's a Thursday then, yes, yes that's indeed. The one. And um, there's a range of trans and gender diverse longer films and shorts, so it's well worth looking on their website for um, details of that. Yep, and um, their website is, as I look it up, mqff.com.au. And also with a bit of trans visibility and Melina, who's one of our regular um, correspondents, um, put a letter into The Age. um, And this was about the Drums All Trans panel. And I think this is brilliant too. So thanks for sending this in, Melina. The Drums All Trans panel displayed such authenticity, compassion and insightful conversation. It made my heart sing with pride and joy as a young woman. This is television and its finest. Let's hope we see younger trans people on a future show to continue this important convo. Congratulations to all those involved. I hope you're awarded with any media award for your amazing efforts. Melina Smith, Melbourne. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I enjoyed that so much. And just while we're on on the children's side of it, um, there's a, there's a program that's just as Sally referred to it before. Um, what does it mean to be dot dot dot? And the first one of that series is called is what does it mean to be transgender? And we've got I think about pardon me eight um, awesome young trans and gender diverse people on that on that show, 
all speaking eloquently and age eight to 17, um, you know, and, and it's all sorts of positions, trans men, trans girls, trans young trans women. And it's, and um, I think a non-binary person, I'm sorry, I can't be certain of that, but the people who were on that show spoke very eloquently and it, as, as I said before, it, it gives us hope about the new, next generation. Well, absolutely. Um, so, you know, can't we have this? In the words of Veruca Salt from Willy Wonka, in terms of having younger trans people rule the world, I want it now. Um, we need you know, get, get rid of the, the proverbial rich old white man. Anyway, um, let's just have a quick um, breather and um, with some music and then we'll come back we've got one more big topic to discuss and then we've got to wrap it up and get out of here and make way for freedom of species but we've got a bit of time left um let's just have a quick bit of music from another fantastic trans and gender diverse singer ray spoon and well i'm not playing any classic rock but you're getting some country because we're living a country song 3cr 855 am 3cr digital 3cr.org.au and 3cr on demand out of the pan with sally and guest michelle I'm Maurice. And I'm Mario. And we're Chronically Chronically Chilled. A program that aims to provide a platform to those living with chronic and invisible illness, as well as exploring topics that impact on our daily lives. Listen to Chronically Chilled, the first Wednesday of every month at 6pm. RCR is participating in an international broadcasting event. From the 11th to the 15th of March, to commemorate the Fukushima nuclear plant accident, I, Jim Petit, invite you to be a part of an international broadcast happening. This is a musical prayer for the effects of a nuclear heritage on our past and present lives based on the requiem I've recorded with the Bratislava Symphony Orchestra. After listening to the piece, I invite you to take a picture of your eyes to contribute to the visual and sound artwork in progress. I look forward to your contribution. Tune in to 3CR, 5pm Sunday the 11th of March and 8.30pm Wednesday 14th of March. Post-Nuclear Requiem. Three CR eight five five AM digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand and three um, CR um, I think I got them all <laughs> out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon and guest Michelle um, we've got to wrap things up in about um, the next nine minutes before freedom of species so keep listening to three CR throughout this um, long weekend Sunday and thanks to our um, union fighters for making it a long weekend eight eight and eight as the as it is um, also. Um, we just heard from um, Ray Spoon, Living a Country Song. Yes, I'll be all for that, said the music, musically diverse person. Um, very quickly, just some events coming up during the week. Polly Vic um, have their discussion group being the second Tuesday of the month. Um, the Trans Anxiety um, Discussion Group um, comes up on Wednesday evening in Carlton. And that just about gets us through Bent TV on Friday night. And, yeah, that gets us through the week. But we've got we're going to try and squeak everything in, and we wanted to mention an amazing, another amazing book. See, and Lester put out an amazing book, Trans Like Me, Eddie Air's Danger Music, but there's another one which talks of trans visibility in its way. 
Yes, I, I, I wanted to talk about this book because it speaks to the importance of telling our stories to each other and, and, and you'll see why when I read an excerpt from it. The book is called The Trauma Cleaner and it's by an author called Sarah Krasnerstein and um, Sarah uh, from the book Liner it says it talk well sorry this, the the book is about the life of a of a person called Sandra Pankhurst mm-hmm. who runs a trauma cleaning service and if I just quote from the cover notes of the book before she was a trauma cleaner Sandra Pankhurst was many things husband and father drag queen sex reassignment patient sex worker businesswoman trophy wife and dot 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 Mm. and i'd just like to read from the end of the first chapter to you and it says and sandra is a a 64 or no a 66 year old woman i think or thereabouts and it says there and i am also i'm 64 so i'm in my mid-60s right in that age group and it says most people sandra's age can tell you in detail about how they came up about the excitements and tragedies of being a young adult out in the world for the first time This isn't because their brains are any better than Sandra's or because they did less drugs or drank less or had kinder childhoods. It's because they told their stories more often, because they were consistently surrounded by friends or parents or partners or children who were interested in seeing them as a whole person. This is how true connection occurs. This is how events become stories and stories become memories and memories become narratives of self and of family from which we derive strength and identity. Part of the reason the timeline is never clear for Sandra, no matter how many times we go over it, is that until now she has never had any reason to repeat it honestly or in full. A lot of people know some of the story, but they do not all know all of the story, uh, quotes the author from Sandra. And here it hits me what we are doing by telling this story. It is something at once utterly familiar and completely alien to Sandra, We are clearing away the clutter of her life out of basic respect for the inherent value of the person beneath. And so your story is imperfect, Sandra, but it is here, made complete, and it's my love letter to you. And um, my suggestion is read the book. It won the um, Victoria Prize for Literature, which is the Victorian Premier's Premier's Prize, Sorry, the top prize in the Victorian Premier's Literary Competition. And it is a brilliant book. And it so gets under the skin of this particular transgender woman. And I I just found myself almost screaming with the identification with Sandra in the book. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good way to sum it up um, Mm. for the Mm. show today. And also you can follow... Sarah, um, and we're, we're, as we say, we're not quite 100% sure of the pronunciation of family name, Krasnostein on Twitter, Della, Della Sarah, D-E-L-A-S-A-R-A-H. Um, so follow Sarah on Twitter. Um, also, yeah, it just sums it up today. If we tell our stories, um, if we get the visibility, if not just our stories, but what our empathy for other people goes out there, it can make a huge difference for ourselves and for others, which is a good way to be. Yeah, I think, you know, my the message that I want to convey to everyone is that transgender people are people. They are, yeah. they are all sorts of people. They're of all political persuasions, occupations, um, beliefs, religious beliefs or none. They have this broad spectrum of our society as transgender and we just don't have that visibility and visibility is the thing that will change um, transgender rights in our society. 
absolutely. And as I say, it could be just in your part of the world or it could be on a stage like um, Daniela Vega. It all adds up. We've got to wrap it up there. Just very quickly, once again, the details of um, the Trans Day of Visibility events, um, March the 24th, Saturday evening at 6. six. At North Fitzroy Library, and you need to book. That's the thing we've got uh, to mention. No, there is there there is a try booking link on the Facebook page, uh, and we would encourage you to use it. However, I just looked at that try linking book, and it was jammed up. It said that there were no seats available. So don't worry if you can't book, come along. That's just to give us some guidance as to who's coming. Fair enough. We've got to leave it there and make way for Freedom of Species. Michelle, it's always awesome to have you in um, doing lots of great work. Um, also, your speech at Better Together was great as well. There's some visibility. Thank you. <laughs> um, it'll, it'll get there. I, I feel yeah. a sense of hope coming back, which we haven't had for a while. So, um, you know, all the work will make a difference. It's always a privilege to be on your show. Thank you, Sally. Pleasure, Michelle. We'll take it out today just quickly with a little bit of Paul Kelly. Um, or his alias, to be precise, Professor Ratbaggy, and a track called Manish Woman. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, and thanks for Michelle for guesting once again. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you hopefully with full voice and no croak next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.